The All Blacks Rugby World Cup squad has just been named. 33 players will travel to France where coach Ian Foster's men will try to win back the World Cup. They failed to defend in 2019. Rugby reporter Joe Porter is at the announcement in Napier and he joins us now. OK, Joe, any surprises in the squad? Well, I think the surprises were that there were no surprises at all, to be perfectly fair. The squad is essentially the same as the rugby championship squad. Only David Harvili, really the name coming in, the Crusaders midfielder, taking the place of his fellow Crusaders teammate Braden Enor, who of course picked up a knee injury on the weekend in that second Bledisloe Cup win over the Wallabies in Dunedin. Joe Moody hasn't made it back into the side despite being in contention, uh, coming back from injury. Ethan Blackadder is carrying another injury, so he hasn't come into contention at all. So it is essentially the same team from the rugby championship with one or two different adders. They've only gone for five locks, uh, sorry, five loose forwards, four locks and six front rowers. So the likes of Tamaiti Williams remain in the squad, Nipple Alala and Cam Royguard, the halfback debutant, he stays in the squad for the Rugby World Cup too. Finlay Christie and, and Royguard set to back up Aaron Smith. Uh, and the loose forward, Samir Penny Finau, despite a decent showing in that second half against the Wallabies last weekend, he misses out uh, in a spot in that loose forward. Only five going, Shannon Frizzell, Luke Jacobson, Adi Savia, Captain Sam Kane, and of course the final one is Luke Jacobson, who did enough off the bench in those first few games in the year to secure his spot. So a relatively predictable All Blacks Rugby World Cup squad, David Harvili, the only person coming in that wasn't in that rugby championship group. So, you say the surprises, no surprises, but in saying that, Joe, do... I think Joe Moody would have been in contention if it wasn't for his injury. I wonder where that injury is at. He's been a stalwart of that All Blacks front row for a number of years now. We know how good he is in the scrum, how good he is at a line-out leader. Uh, but he hasn't come back. So perhaps the injury he was carrying was, was worse than we thought. Perhaps the injury that Brody Retallick picked up on the weekend at lock is not as bad as we may have thought. They've only gone with four locks. They haven't taken an extra lock to France. They seem to think that Brody Retallick will be fine. So perhaps there is where some of the, uh, I guess, surprises could have been. And, and they didn't. None of the cards stacked up for anyone coming back into the team apart from David Harvey. So, yeah, a very predictable squad, a settled rugby championship squad going forward to the World Cup. Is it a winning squad, Joe? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the big question, isn't it? In 2019, they certainly thought they had the winning squad and they were dumped out in the semi-finals by England and really didn't fire a shot. The All Blacks this year taking a very different approach, trying to win every game by as much as they can. They seem to have settled on their first-choice lineup with the likes of Richie Moanga at first five, Bowden Barrett at fullback, Artie Savier at number eight, Captain Sam Kane at seven, and Shannon Frizzell at blindside. They do have winning momentum. They will be confident. They're still not favourites with the bookies. I think France are still ahead just slightly. Ireland, of course, with the pundits still favourites as well, but the All Blacks have done everything they can early in the season to shake off the doubts from last year when people really did wonder whether or not they were going to be a force at this World Cup. They've done that so far this year, they've answered a lot of those questions, but the big questions remain. Can they beat the Springboks over in Europe? Can they big, beat the big Northern Hemisphere teams that'll put them under pressure with a rush defence? That remains to be seen and that's going to be a big challenge, but look, this All Blacks team has a chance to go over to France and win this World Cup back and Ian Foster can walk away a hero because of course this contract comes up comes to an end at the end of this World Cup. Joe, for the people who are listening, not watching you, you look like you're at a concert mosh pit, right? There is rather <laughs> large numbers of people behind you for this announcement. And there was also, what, office? They're, they're talking about, you know, come and have your um, a selfie with a player and all the rest of it. What's with the charm offensive? They're not necessarily known for yeah. the mix and mingle with the public, the All Blacks? 
No, absolutely right. They're not known for that. But they wanted to come to Hawke's Bay uh, and show some gratitude and show some support, obviously, after the terrible weather events they've had here this year and the, the destruction the cyclone caused. And the All Blacks don't often come out to these parts of the world, so they wanted to, to make the effort before they left for the World Cup to show some solidarity with Hawke's Bay. That's why they've invited all these people along here today. You'll see a bunch of All Blacks behind me lining up in this group for autographs and selfies with fans. It's a chance for them to meet. And, of course, the All Blacks are spending their last week in New Zealand, largely in Hawke's Bay, where they'll travel to a few marae, travel to some other places affected by the cyclone and try and spread some aroha around this community before they head over to France and try and beat up some of the other rugby teams. Thank you, Joe. That is Joe Porter joining us live there from Napier at the All Blacks Rugby World Cup squad announcement.